Hey, have you been thinking about starting a podcast? And have you done your research? And they've told you that you need to buy certain equipment? Well, if you want to start off a podcast the cheapest way, I'll tell you to download Anchor. You can create your own cover art, you can record episodes, you can edit your episodes, and you don't even have to worry about distributing your episodes. Anchor will do it all for you. They'll send it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. So I encourage you to download the Anchor app if you're interested in creating your own podcast. Hey, so welcome to the Mental Block with Shelby. Um, like I told you guys, I was going to be doing um, a segment on the election and how it affected people and what it really meant to some people. So I have a good friend here, Jessica, and she is a student um, working on her master's for social work. Um, a great person. I've worked with her personally, um, and I thought it would be my duty to reach out to her to see how she felt about this um, election and how it affected her. Um, so Jessica, let's get into how this election played a role in, in your life for at least this past year. All right. Thank you for having me. No problem. Um. So, yeah. So I guess this election was obviously a huge one. Um, for me, it meant change. Um, it meant uniting America, and it was really uh, survival. Um, I think a lot of people, when they go to vote, you know, for every election, they say the same thing that it, you know, they do it for change. But this one, um, a lot of things needed to needed to change. Um, a lot of things do need to change still. Um, so I think this election was extremely important in that regards, uh, bigger than probably a lot of elections in the, in the, the past years. Um, ha- what elections have you voted in for in the past? As so, far as like presidential? Yeah, so um, this was actually my first. Um, growing up, no one in my family was really into politics. Um, nobody, like my parents didn't really vote. Um, so I didn't really have like any like role models of like, you know, voting, how the process was, teaching me about politics. Um, I've never been into politics, if I could just be really honest. I never really cared. I I just, I didn't know anything about it. But um, when I started going to school for social work, I started getting really into it. So probably for about the past year, year and a half, um, I started learning educating myself, um, you know, subscribing to the New York times and reading all about politics in the newspapers and, um, you know, getting different sides of everything. So I don't, I really just don't like to hear one side of something. Um, but I did start educating myself and, you know, going to school for social work, you know, my teachers basically taught me that you can't be a social worker and not vote. It's just not possible because, you have to want change and a social worker's job is to create change or to encourage change. So I sat there and thought, well, how can I possibly do that? How can I be a social worker and not vote? I just, I would feel like a hypocrite. So, um, I started, you know, getting into politics more and, and, you know, following that and educating myself. And so, yeah, so this was the first time I registered. Um, I was, kind of mad at myself that I haven't done it in the past that I didn't take it upon myself to do in the past. But, um, I actually, a lot of people that I know, this was actually their first time voting. 
Um, so that's why like this election was so big and it encouraged so many people to go out and vote that have never voted before. I mean, that's good. Like, I think that, um, just from a standpoint, like for the commonalities, I had to go back and reteach myself civics Mm -hmm. (laughs) too. And I had like, and I think a part of being in the mental health field is what your teachers were saying was true is that like, when we work in the, the mental health field, um, not even mental health, just in any health field or any human services field, that um, that you do want to elicit change, but also when you deal with like the government and the policies that they enforce or the laws that they change, we have to deal with those changes and how they affect the people that we work with, and more so our clientele, and more and even if it's not our clientele, how we bill like what insurances are being taken from what insurances aren't being taken. And, and it's a lot, like when you deal with the public and you work with the public, as far as like on a mental health standpoint, um, human services standpoint, like whatever policies or laws are changed or put in place that do not support the, uh, I guess the people, um, they don't support our business. You, you get what I'm trying to say? Right. Right. And I think like one of the classes that, I took that actually introduced me to politics was so I had to take social welfare and um, I didn't really know what it was. And when I got into it, I was like, Oh, here we go. Like a a political class, like this is going to be horrible. I'm not going to do well. And it was actually the class. I probably, that probably changed my life the most out of all the classes I've taken in my master's actually probably all out of any of the classes I've ever taken because um, it really did open me. It opened my mind up to so much, um, I, I mean, I guess people who have never really voted or been educated in politics, I guess they don't really realize how much, like, the government affects things like, you know, um, inclusion, you know, race, um, you know, just equality, anything, because they think that, like, that's all up to us. And yeah, it is up to us, but the government has such an influence on it. And when you have someone running the country who is running it currently, who is very against inclusion and equality, um, it, it, one, it's, it's kind of embarrassing because then you have the rest of the world looking at us like, you know, oh, Americans must hate, you know, you know, a specific race or, you know, they must automatically hate gay people. They must automatically hate whatever because our president does. Um, but you know, you, you, you really need a leader who um, represents America as a whole and kind of just holds himself, um, I guess, in a mature manner, um, in a professional manner. Uh, and that's just, yeah. that's just not what we've had. So I, I, guess the inf- I guess what I'm trying to say is the influence that we've had for the past couple of years um, has just been a terrible influence. Um, and I feel like it's really divided our country a lot. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you on that one. Just like when we talk about like the voting and uh, for obvious, like for you, uh, like this is not to to take a jab at you. You know, I love you, Jess. <laughs> but like when we talk about it, um, especially with voting and at that, like for you to say that you don't, that you haven't voted, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's not something that your family did. It's a privilege. And like, and that's not to take a jab at you. Mm-hmm. So don't. You no, know, but it's true. Like it's a privilege. Like being African American, like like it was up until like my 
my uncle's time because me and my friend were talking about it last night when I recorded my podcast with him. And it was basically what he said, 1965. My uncle was born in 1966. Mm. So is my mom's generation that really um, they were like really the first ones to vote, at least for like, at least from there on out. Because my grandma, of course, she got to vote, but it wasn't until 1965. Right. Mm. And you know what I'm trying to say? So it's like for myself for my family like you better go vote (laughs) you better go vote and you better go vote for this person and 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 at that like I don't know how it is with any other like black families but I definitely know my family you better go vote and you better go vote for this person because I said so Mm -hmm. um so that's how always been and then and then this time around um having to go back and see why like why Mm -hmm. you know and like I I was telling my friend I was like you know this has been the best worst year in the in regard that like I've had to teach myself civics Mm -hmm. I guess our basic like just like how the government is run who does what and what does it mean as the people when we vote these people in Mm -hmm. and I was saying like in 2000 you know, I think what 2008 when Barack Obama won, like black people and, uh, and other like liberals um, really felt like, OK, like we got him in there. There's going to be a definite change. And that didn't. Mm-hmm. Happen. Um, and I think at the time we didn't understand the I guess the important roles of the House and the Senate. Right. Um, and now this time around, everybody's like, oh, hell no. Like, we better get this Senate. Like, you know, we over here watching the House. Like, how many seats does the House have? How many seats does the Senate have? Right. And I think, um, like, that's why this has been the best, worst year. And I think um, for you, like, taking that class, has it for me, hearing it, it it's, it's a great thing because, like, you took that class, but you were also able to see, like, how disenfranchised our government has been towards a certain group of people. Whereas before, I don't think that, I don't think that, I I think that you knew about it, but to see it on that scale and to really see like when, when, when people say that like, that there is systematic racism mm-hmm. and I think, you know, there are a lot of people that, that that's not true. And then you go look at it is right. is written right in policy. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And I think to like, like you said, like I think to a certain point, like I knew, that the government influenced it um, or, you know, that it was always there. But I think too, like, I've never seen a political leader so open about it. I mean, yes, there's definitely been leaders in the past who have made it known their, their views, but he's just, um, he's just different. He's just very different the way he approaches his thoughts. He's very just to the point. So, um, and it's kind of disgusting the way that it's done. Um, very unprofessional and just um but going back to what you said about you know it's it's our right it's our privilege I mean I mean even like for women in general I mean that's one of the things that crossed my mind as I was doing this you know education on politics and the registering to vote and the voting and I sat there and I thought to myself like women have fought for years for me to have the right to vote right now so why would I not but why would I not vote so but if I didn't vote it would just whatever they did would be meaningless um and I mean those are those are you know our families from years and years trying to fight for equality for women for for races and like why would we sit here and just disrespect what they did so it was really important for me as as a female to also go out and vote exactly like the woman's suffrage like think about that like 
they were pictures taken. They were they have stories talking about how they force fed these women. Mm-hmm. Like this, these things have been documented so that people never forget. You have to think this election um, really put the responsibility, in my opinion, back on the people. And um, you you have to wonder, like, did they do their research? I mean, I'm pretty sure some people have, but like, did they really do their research? Because I. For me, it's like if you looked at what Trump did, yeah, his administration, I felt like he would say one thing to his supporters and behind the scenes he was doing something completely different. I mean, he's always been like that. He's always said one thing and done another. Um, Are they just stuck in the past? Because, I mean, think about it. So America doesn't, America's not big on change. Like a lot, how many other countries have had female leaders and we still haven't? It's like America is just we're behind the times. We don't want to change. They don't want a female leader. Um, I think that they're America as a whole is scared of change. Um, so I think that's part of the reason why we haven't allowed a female leader in. I think another part of it is, you know, and that goes with being uneducated. Um, but another part of it is that a lot of people who are Trump supporters, not everyone, obviously, but a lot of people who are Trump supporters are older, the older crowd. So, and again, older people, don't like change so you have this these younger people coming in you know and you know the younger generations and they're this the the younger generation right now is the definition of change they're changing things they're changing the way that the world views people as a whole and they're the biggest fighters i've ever seen in a generation so you know and people may not see it that way but it really is it's true they they really are like you know you tell them one thing they're they're going to question it so you know people who are older don't like that because they're so stuck in their ways and that's just a fact like a lot of older people are stuck in their ways and what they grew up with is what they grew up with and that's it um so they don't like to be challenged and a lot of trump supporters are like that they don't like to be challenged they don't like to they don't like change and they don't they their ways are their ways and that's it and even though, you know, yes, yeah. Biden is older and he, but he seems a little bit more flexible with the change. Um, but I think what we really need is, I think this country would, would do great with a female leader, but I also think that um, a younger leader, a younger leader who is willing to see different sides of everything except for their side only. Um, and I think that that would make a huge difference in our country. If a younger leader comes in, you know, and, um, just is willing to, you know, they're, and think about it, like the younger people too are the most educated because they have the most up-to-date education because they just came out of school. So, um, you know, I think that's going to make a huge difference. Yeah. And you know what, like, that's what, when you say that, and I think like this election, like even when you think about this election, like some of the people that did take seats in the Senate and some of the people that did take seats uh, in the house, I mean, it was, very uh, progressive in the sense that you have like um, younger people, uh, more people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, you have more women. Um, you have more people that are asexual, pansexual. They come from a different different backgrounds. Um, and I think that when you when you do say that, like it does make me think. Like when you think about Republicans and Democrats. Um, the thing what it is, I feel like the Democrats are more so are progressive in the idea that um, they do realize that this country is changing and that change mm-hmm. does happen. And I think the the Republicans are conservative in their views as um, 
that they want things to stay the same because that's how they've always made their money. Their bread and butter has has been that way. So why change mm-hmm. it? You know, like that idea that if it's not broke, right. don't fix it. Um, and I think for me, that's why I couldn't be a Republican. One, I'm not. In the, I don't have the tax. Yeah, budget, right. But two, um, but two, it would be that like they 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 if it's not broke, don't fix it. And I think that's where I'm at. And even when we said that our country would need um, a younger person or a female leader, you have to sit here and think. Even when we think about the court justice, like how old are they? Um, when you think about like half of the people that, that are in the Senate, like and and even the um, the House, granted we have some younger people in these places, but it's majority ran by white men or white women, and they're old, like and I hate to say mm-hmm. it, but they are, and I think that um, that for them, like you know, the whole thing that that Trump ran on make America great again. And I think that is what really solidified it for some people is that um, that the way that America was moving and I guess when it was like, I guess, moving away of progression, um, that that wasn't a great place for us to be. In. Right. So and, and I'm just trying to understand, like, why? And then also when he ran what that slogan is like I, I i try to figure out like when was america ever great um especially like i can't think of a time that could have been great for anybody that was anglo-saxon white because you think about it like you have african americans or africans or whatever they wanted to call us we were slaves um you had the the um italian people that came in and they thought they were just the worst. They thought they were dirty. You had it where they treated the um, Asian people a certain kind of way, Japs, Orientals, the concentration camps. They, mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, with every group of people that came here, um, they treated them a certain kind of way. Even, like, the people that were here before they got here, they got treated a certain kind of way. So I'm just trying to figure out when ha- was America ever great in, in that literal stance that it, that it treated its fellow person like right, and that comes down simply to privilege because America was great for him. I mean, look at it. He's a male. He's always had right, you know, rights above females. He's rich, so he's always had, you know, that privilege of, of money. And he's, you know, he, he's, a, he's a rich male. He's white. He's never had to, to fight you know, just for the color of his skin. So, I mean, he's got everything going for him in, in terms of, you know, just privilege. And he, so America was great for him, but he's not America, you know? So, and that's the thing. So what he's basically saying is make America great again. Is make it, make it great for our rich male white people is basically what he's saying. And that's just not what America is made up of. So it's just, it's a false accusation, just like everything else he says. Exactly. And then even for you, like, I know, like, um, have you met any, I, I know where you live at is kind of mm, like, unfortunately, yeah. I hate seeing it. Girl, my, my neighborhood <laughs> is too. <laughs> I still got people flying flags that say Trump. I'm like, can you take this right. shit down? He lost. <laughs> but <laughs> I think it's time for you guys to hang your, like, put your flag <laughs> away. But I mean, have you ran into anyone who's like passionate and just like just like Trump da, 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 da. like have you ran into anybody like that in your neighborhood or like a family member who was like I cannot talk to this person because they will you know I have um I mean there was um a former co-worker that um 
didn't like that I was posting Black Lives Matter stuff and ended up deleting me over it, which is fine. You know, take yourself out. It's fine. Um, but, you know, I've also one of my closest family members that I'm the closest to is actually they won't admit that they're a Trump supporter, but the way they talk, the way that they I don't know, you could tell that they are. And we, we have gotten into, and, and I really don't want to say who this person is, but the, me and this person are like, I mean, like my best friend ever. And they just, you know, sit, sitting there talking about, you know, oh, you know, take the immigrants out and, um, you know, they're taking our healthcare and, you know, they're raising our taxes. And, um, and then I got asked, um, you know, you know, we, we, we argue about race because, they're kind of stuck in their ways. They're a little bit older. And so they're stuck in their ways. And they're kind of like, hey, like, wouldn't you be nervous if you were stuck in an elevator with a black man? And I was like, listen, I'm a female. I'd be, I'd be nervous if I was stuck in an elevator with any man. I don't care what color he is. Like, that's just that's just facts. And then I got told I was... <laughs> but is that right? And then I got told I was sexist. But anyways, um, it, I have. I have. And it's very difficult. And obviously, you have to avoid that, especially at holidays. Um but it's very difficult when that's in your family because it's like, how did we come from the same household and our views are just 100% different? Um, it's just, and it's funny because that person's not in the tax bracket either. So I don't even know why they're supporting it. <laughs> that's how I was trying to figure out like all, because you know what though, what I did learn um, in being black though, like being black, like I just became <laughs> black yesterday. It's like, okay. But what I did learn is that um, usually where you do have white people that are like racist um, mm-hmm. and they're poor, the fact that like the way they look at themselves is other than. So like, it's like, okay, we're both poor, but I'm not black people poor. Right. Like, you know, like, you remember like, are you broke? Are you MC Hammer broke? It's, yeah. like, <laughs> it's like that idea. Like, it's so it's like, okay, well I'm poor, but I ain't black people poor. Like, or I'm not black and poor. So it, it's the other than, um, effect about it so that still gives you that that mm. that leg up um so it still puts you i guess apart right. from and that's like my favorite thing is when somebody said to me like um you know after the rallies and and everything that had happened uh was it in august um one of my family members had said to me well i didn't even know race was still an issue and i was like and that's because you're white i was like you wouldn't know race is an issue i mean you just you wouldn't i mean there's no there's no way around that i mean it's just and you know it's funny because uh someone once said to me they asked me um are you privileged and i and i was like well no because i had to work for everything i've gotten and they were like and this is like before like school and all that like i'm gonna be quite honest if i sound you know ignorant whatever but um i am admitting that i did educate myself so i'm very different now but I was like, well, no, because I had to work for everything I've got. I, I had nothing handed to me. And they're like, okay, um, well, have you ever – this is one of my teachers. And she was like, well, have you ever walked into a store and had someone follow you? And I was like, well, no. She was like, have you ever moved into a house and felt scared for your safety from your neighbors? I was like, well, no. And she, she was like, all right, sure. um, did you ever turn on the TV and, like, worry about, like, not seeing someone that looks like you? I was like, no. She was like, okay, then you're privileged. And I was just like, oh, shit, like, okay, yeah. I was like, I didn't, I never thought of it like that. And and that, it, it is true. But it's true. It, it's so, and I think that, and don't get me wrong, like, 
you know, it is something that is so ingrained in what what it is to be American. Like, I know it sounds really crazy, but like the way that America took its start was think about it. Like they came here, the pilgrims, and you had the Native Americans, but they let me tell you, old people like to call them Indians. They're definitely Native (laughs) Americans Uh, or indigenous people. Um, and then from there, you know, they, oh, they're beasts. Like they, they enforce their, what they believe to be right onto these people. And when these people didn't assimilate to what, what the pilgrims wanted, then all mm-hmm. helpers, you know what I'm trying to say? So it was just that idea. Like, like when you talk about America, it is ingrained in racism. Like that's just, that's, that is a part of what America is. The sad thing is, that America has yet to uh, mm-hmm. admit it, and I think that every so every so often, um, every couple of years, we're going to be going back to having these conversations. Like, how far have we really come? If we haven't gone far, mm-hmm. or if we haven't moved, and I think that's just what it really is. Until America is able to admit its wrongdoing, mm-hmm. its wrongdoing, and I think, and 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 I think. Like, oh, like I said, we had that. But, like, what about all the things you have done to, to you know, disenfranchise neighborhoods, like, with the, the redlining and things like that? So what this election really did, it 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 scared the hell out of me because I thought we were, if, if Trump was elected, I thought we were going to go back to a time where me being Black, I wouldn't be right. able to travel by myself. Like, I would have to travel during the day. And, and like, you know, especially, I'm a new parent, so, like, me trying to explain to my son that like people just I mean and I still have to explain it to him because I still have to right. have that conversation with him um about being black and even like you know like with his dad and his dad's occupation with his dad's occupation he still runs the risk of being pulled over as a black man he still runs the risk of of being killed at at you know at the hands of police mm-hmm. as a black man. Mm-hmm. And at that, and his profession would mm-hmm. not matter. And I, and that's the scariest part of it. And I, I was telling my friend last night, um, and this is just me reiterating myself, is that like I've worked my ass off to get where I am. Like when I tell you, like anybody that's black, and we always tell you like what we do for a living, and like damn, they always rubbing in what they do or what they have as far as like this, that, and third, or where they reached. It's not that. It's because we know where we started. Like you gotta think like. Our history, we don't know our history. All we know is what they've told us. Like we know that we that our family members um so far have started in, in cotton mm-hmm. fields. You know, that we are stolen people and we don't know what happened before we were brought here. All we know is what happened when we got here is that we were slaves. Then after being slaves, there were laws that didn't allow us to do anything and we had to fight to get that. Then from there, then you have like where they have the uh, the crack epidemic and all these different things that have hit our communities. So a lot of us have started way far behind. So when we get up here and we have these degrees and we're going for these things and and we're telling people like, I have this. And some people are like, oh, look at these mm-hmm. bitches just rubbing it in. It's not rubbing it in. It's like how far we have come. And the sad thing is to know that I have a master's degree and within about a year and a half, I mm-hmm. will have a license to to be a mental health counselor that at the end of the day that what I've accomplished would not matter because right. of the color of my skin that is the sad part about it that's the sick thing about it that 
sitting at the table and this has happened to me. I had a student and I was talking to the father and it was, you know, a round table. You know how we do it mm -hmm. at schools and stuff. So I did that. And for the dad, I was saying something to him and um, he acted like I wasn't speaking to him. Like whatever I had to say was like, she's not talking to me. My supervisor said the same exact thing wow. I said, and he responded. So right then and there, they let you know, like, my skin color, believe it or not, right. it still matters. Like, and, and I think that this election only solidified that. And for some people to say, like, oh, I didn't know race mm -hmm. was still an issue, like you saw with your family member, like, they don't know what's the issue because they're exactly. not being affected Exactly, and that's what I, it is. Exactly. It. I was like, because you're white, you're not going to know it's an issue. I mean, you're not affected by it. You're not discriminated against. It's just... Um, and that's what this election was like this election was like I went out and voted because I wanted to see change with that I wanted to have every skin color treated equally and I wanted every voice heard and I wanted every you know sexual orientation to be noticed I wanted every gender to be treated equal it's just I I just I was like you know what I you know, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously young. I, I haven't had that many elections to vote for. So it's not like I've missed, you know, a ton of them, but, um, you know, I, but <laughs> I, I really felt guilty. I was like, I can't believe I did. I should have registered the day I turned 18. Like, um, it just, I was pissed at myself, but I was like, but you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm just, I'm not gonna like dwell on that. I'm just gonna, continue to educate myself and move forward because that's the thing. Like I voted so your skin color can matter. I voted so everyone could be included in some way. And I think, you know, the only way we're going to see change is if we still see people of all races and all, you know, colors to go out there and keep pushing themselves, go through school, you know, get your education, get your license, just and you know, keep making a difference, you know, because like you said before, you said something along the lines of, you know, how far do we, have we really come? And okay, yes, maybe some things are better than what they used to be, but it's definitely not where it should be. And why is it taking this many years for it to, to get where we want it to be? I just don't understand that. I think so. I think my idea is that this really it falls down to a civics. And um, at least for me right now, like when I keep doing like my learning, I'm pretty sure they're going to be other mm -hmm. factions like, damn, I didn't know about this. But right now I'm thinking mm -hmm. it, it falls down to civics. Right. Well, guess what? Not every state is man. Not every state is mandatory to teach civics. And for Connecticut, they mm -hmm. teach civics in 10th grade. Um, who right. the fuck can vote in 10th grade? I don't know. Um, then think about it, you pay to go to college. And at that is not even a part of the what mm -hmm. you have to take. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, that's not something you have to take unless you're going to school right. for political science. Huh. Then from there is like, how do I have a master's degree? But I don't even know basic fucking civics. How is it? I don't even know yeah. how our government really works. How is it that I live in a country that is run by a government system that I don't even understand? But I have a, a degree, a master's, where I'm a master's in mental mm -hmm. health counseling. But I don't oh, I know basic fucking civics. It's probably what that pull up yourself mm -hmm. up by the bootstraps thing really means. It's like, right. find the shit on your own, <laughs> kind of. And I think that's just what it really is. And I think that with this past election, it, it made people have to get out there and, and not only think of themselves, but think of the next person.
not only because of the election, but because mm-hmm. of this COVID too. I mean, you got people like COVID doesn't exist. Like I had wow. a friend whose grandmother died from COVID. The shit exists. I had a family member who had COVID. Like the shit is real. So like for people like that doesn't fucking exist. I'm like, yo, these people are crazy. We need to get back to our normal lives. You will never get back to your normal. Even when COVID is not at, at, at a great risk, like how it is now, we would right. never get back to where we were. Once it, some changes, it fucking changes. And that's what I believe. You know, like once it changes, it changes. Just like when it's like, oh, well, you know, um, slavery left. Okay, then you went into sharecropping. The system changed. I mean, they in some in some capacity, do we still have slavery? Mm-hmm. Yes, it has just changed its form. Because we can't go back to the way it was, like putting people back on fields. <laughs> but we're going to change it. You know, it doesn't mean that we're changing the context of what it is. We're just going to change right, how exactly. it's done. And I think that's just what it is. So, I mean, for for people to understand, I think that this election, it caused us to, it caused a lot of people to care about the next person. And I feel like that is what mattered to me the most. Like, yes, I'm a black person. Yes, I can tell you how I really feel about this stuff. But once I get beyond that, like, it, right. it means that we have to care about our neighbor. So it's like still caring about them despite how they feel about me um and I think that's what it is and when we talk about like the younger generations I think you know you have to you have to think like even when you think about basically like like white supremacists why are these group why why does that group exist because after you want to be seen as the, the superior being and everybody has to be under you and the reason why these groups I, in my opinion have come out in full force is because they know the world is changing like people are out here they're they're loving whoever the hell they want to love and and that that is causing them to be sick like oh my god there's not going to be any more like straight just pure white people there's not going to be any straight pure black people there's going to be all mixed up kind of people and we're going to just be american people right in <laughs> and that, that sense that, that's just what it, it is stems back to like what it is. like what like when i first said in the beginning like i like this election meant uniting america again and, you know, I, I went, you know, for my honeymoon two years ago, I went overseas and I went to England and I had, you know, cab drivers talking to me, you know, and I kept getting asked, oh, so where are you guys from? And, and it's like, oh, well, part of the States, you know, and I talked to them, oh, you're from the States. Okay. Yeah. You know, and then I have every single time I'd answered them from the States, whatever, um, they would just say, Oh, did you vote for Trump? What about Trump? And they gave me like this dirty look. And I'm like, I don't even know how to answer this because, I, I, you know, I don't I don't want to talk politics with someone right now. Like, and it kind of got me nervous because some people started getting heavily into how much they hate Trump and blah, blah, blah. So, you know what? Eventually, by the end of my trip, when people would ask where I'm from, where I was from, I was like, oh, I'm from Can- Canada. <laughs> They're the nicest people out there. So I was like, you know what? Oh, I'm from Canada. Oh, OK. And then that was it. They ended the conversation. <laughs> listen the Canadians gonna send us back like nope go back where you come from but no like I just think that like it's true though it's true like um for America like people do watch they watch our elections mm-hmm. um what we do matters and I think that like with the whole thing with Trump um like don't get me wrong people like oh well he's like like he's not like a leader that we had before he's not like a leader that we had before because this man right. didn't have the resume to put him in office and what I mean by that is like for me, I, I just found it baffling. Like, like if I want a job in today's economy or society, however you want to put it, mm-hmm. I have to have five years experience yeah. plus a degree. Then on top of having all of this, 
you only want right. to pay me about 15 to 16 dollars right. an hour Okay, and then once I'm making this fifteen or sixteen dollars an hour, that puts me over the income cap, which means that on top of taxing my paycheck, I have to now pay for health insurance. Um, and then on top of having to pay for my health insurance, every time I go to the doctor, I'm gonna have to pay to go see my doctor or even to get my prescriptions. And in retrospect, yep. my fifteen dollars really yep. ain't shit. So it's like he didn't fit the the build. It, I guess to me he didn't fit the criteria in the sense that like had no political fucking experience and i don't know if, if that's why he got i think that's one of the reasons why he got elected like oh well good he's not a politician because you know right. we all have this idea that you can't trust politicians because they're like and i feel yeah. like anybody can be a liar like i can lie to you right now like right. i'm white beyonce <laughs> right. is my sister i'm lying i mean like anybody can lie to you and i feel like the proof is in the pudding and i think that like you know people took a gamble on him and after he proved that this job is just is not the job for him so you're fired right that is not yeah. his famous <laughs> you're fired so i feel like um that you know like in his last four years it has to me it hasn't been beneficial um for myself i mean like if you have like if you invest in like stocks or you have 401k i guess that's really great for you but think about how many people really invest in stocks and have 401ks like when you're poor like you really it's hard to save for mm -hmm. retirement like think about it like oh you have to save for retirement like damn bitch when i calculate my check i could barely aff i forget to feed myself I, put, mm -hmm. I forget to put gas in my fucking car like <laughs> i forget those things and at that god forbid you be poor and and have children because damn like all oh, these poor people always want something <laughs> from the government they always out here with their hand out but then it's also like well you should never got pregnant or whatever and it's like okay well if you did get pregnant you didn't at that then at, you don't you can't get an abortion if you don't want to take care of it financially mm -hmm. and it's like is this never ending cycle of like like bullshit like i don't believe in mm -hmm. abortions but yeah. i do believe that people should have a choice um and i think that like some people voted for trump because that they wholeheartedly believe that like biden is so gung-ho for fucking abortion and i think that people fail to realize it's like he's pro-choice right. yeah it means that he's for people having a choice does not mean that you agree with abortion you just believe that that's right. none and of that's your fucking what, and that's, but you know you have women out here who just who genuinely genuinely like need it you know it, it could save them it could save their child it, it you know i mean and then they're like oh then you should then the women should have sex oh i'm sorry why shouldn't we be able to have sex speaking of children though like you have to think it, like mm -hmm. you're pregnant for a damn near a year a man can go with a man up to the day he dies. Women only have a certain amount of eggs before it's like, oh, sorry, mm -hmm. bitches, you about to enter menopause. Be able to have sex. Why no, shouldn't we but, be able uh, to enjoy sex? Just because we we didn't ask to grow a baby inside of us and, and and give human life, like you know, and like that's just the way women are. But like we should still be able to enjoy ourselves and have sex if we want to. I mean, why should a man just be able to go off and have sex with whoever he wants, whatever he wants, and not have to worry? But like we have to worry if we get told what to do with our own body i just don't it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me like just someone telling you like you can't do something with your own self like that just doesn't i don't i, I, I can't comprehend it i don't know it just doesn't make any sense exactly and that brings you back to like this this whole idea like oh like the idea like okay we're not gonna wear masks it's like that it, okay so it's your human right as to what you can do with your body so you should not be you shouldn't have to wear a mask Hmm.
it's your human right to not wear mm. a mask. Okay. Okay. So it's right, your human exactly. right to have a choice what happens to your body. Okay. How can you tell a woman that, that you know, that you believe mm-hmm. that she can't have abortions? I don't get that. Just like when we talk about like, with this election, like, and even when it comes to race, like, oh, when I put my mask on, I have to wear it for so long. It's just too much. It's too much for me. And you have this thing here and think like, okay, you guys are flipping out about wearing a fucking mask. And you're talking about how it's overwhelming. Well, imagine being fucking black and or brown and how overwhelming it is that when you walk into a place that people already mm-hmm. have this negative stereotype about you. Imagine how fucking overwhelming that is. Imagine how how suffocating it is to be the black woman in the room and God forbid you speak up and say something because there goes, oh, here yeah. she is, the angry black woman again. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, imagine fucking being that person. Or imagine, like how you said if a black guy gets on the on the elevator, imagine being the black guy who's getting mm-hmm. on the elevator. You're trying to go to a fucking interview and somebody's clenching mm-hmm. that person like, bitch, I don't want shit that's in that purse. And sorry, but sometimes the half of the people that's clenching them purses, them shits is purses they didn't got from the flea market. Right. That purse <laughs> only costs ten dollars. Okay, Karen, but, that, but how many know? how many black like, people are terrified to wear a mask to be, to begin with? Because because you know, I mean. You you now like you're all as a black person you're already scared to go into a freaking store, but now you have to go in with a mask and it's like now you know and I've read articles about people being terrified like black people are terrified to wear a mask because they're like well we don't know what people are gonna do to us and they see a black person come into a store with a mask on like you know no Girl, especially <laughs> they think we all look alike <laughs> they all look no, alike but I know it, it, you. it all like <laughs> again like are. Fearless leader being like, oh, you know, science, science isn't real. How the f- how is science not real? It's science. It doesn't make any sense. Girl, I don't know how how science isn't real, but we're at that we use it for everything else. And that's the thing that got me was science is not real when it comes to global warming, when it comes to a virus. But at that, you know, when right, it comes like to everything going, else, oh, science, vaccines, science vaccines is real. Are, okay, why do you okay. care? Vaccines, who do you think makes the, fa- the vaccines? Lawyers? I mean, come on. I mean, like doctors, people in the lab, scientists, like they're the ones that, like, like, come on. You know, I mean, exactly. you're sitting there saying science isn't real. That doesn't even make any sense. That is probably the dumbest thing. But then you have so it's many people who have fallen in love with this it's person. Literally, it's literally what it is. They're all brainwashed. <laughs> people have fallen in love. And I think like, and, I, and I, I'll say like, when it comes to the election, like, how scary it was. Like I woke up because I was, I stayed up all night um, mm-hmm. waiting for like them to finish counting votes. And had I known that we are going to be waiting right. for a couple of days, I think I would have took my merry ass to bed. But I did stay up for half the night, and I woke up the next morning, and um, I told my friend, uh, fucking numbers should not be this close, is what I was thinking. And I just let you, sh- that just showed me, like, yo, America is, is, mm-hmm. is, is, whoa. Like, it just, I was like, whoa. Like, these yeah, fucking, whoa, whoa. These fucking people, really, whoa. <laughs> like, I, that's what I felt. I was scared. I was scared. I'm not even gonna lie, because every time I seen a Trump um, sign, um, it just felt like racism. Like, racism. Um, like, this is a racist here. Every time I seen an uh, American flag, and mind you, I'm an American, like, racist, like, it, 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 mm-hmm. it sucks, because right. that's what it starts to symbolize for me. It started it to symbolize that for me, and um, mm-hmm. and yeah, it, and it shouldn't have done that, but it was a scary thing. I mean, to raise our country's flag uh, and at that as a black person for me 
um, to be scared of something that that we pledge to, you know. And even then, um, I know like a, a while back I had wrote something about like how people don't understand like being black in America or being a brown person in America, like how actually hard it is. Like for people to tell me to go back to my country, like bitch, this is the country I was born no, what in. What the hell do you mean go go back to where? <laughs> nobody, nobody came from here. <laughs> nobody came. Like, does it doesn't go back to you, like, bitch, where, what, where are you talking about? The Africans don't want no, me. Un- uneducated <laughs> Throw my ass right that. back over here. You know, but, it, but that's what I'm saying. And it it was scary when I did see those numbers, though, Um, that, that I cried because, like, oh, my God, like, because, you know, when I stood in that line to go vote, I'm not, and I recorded everything for my son's baby book. Um, But when I stood mm-hmm. in that line to go vote, I felt as though I was there making a change. Um, I felt like, and I know it sounds really crazy, but I felt like I had a purpose, um, mm-hmm. and that I was doing something that was going to be a part of history. And I, and I felt it. I mean, when I was standing out there, I was out there for damn, for two hours. Okay. It was cold as hell. <laughs> and I was sick. Like I had no Corona or nothing, but <laughs> I had a, uh, I had a mm. sinus infection. I was sick. Like I was fucking sick. I had a sinus infection and an ear infection, but my mm. ass stood out there and it fucking drizzled on me. Okay. <laughs> Um, but I know that's something I had to do. Like I, and it was, it was my dude, like my grandma, she's so extra cause she could have just mm-hmm. drove up and, and did hers, <laughs> but she wanted to stand in line because it just meant yeah. it, because of how symbolic and how great it felt. Like, am I just woman had food replacements, but she stood in line for an hour. So, I mean, like, we felt that. And as the black community, when I went to go vote, wow. um, they were playing Martin Luther King's speech. Uh, I mean, it, it felt good, and I felt like at that point in time, like when people talk about like the the black and brown communities and how separated we are, and mm. like the black on black violence, which doesn't fucking exist, but um, like all of that, like we, I felt like it didn't. I didn't care where these people came from or where they lived. Like it, I we felt like one, right? You know, like it felt unified, and 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 I love that feeling, and and I wish that like this election. Um, allows us to to carry that as as people because um because it's something that we need like granted like should we have faith in our government yes um should our government represent the people yes but should the people help out the people yes love thy neighbor I wholeheartedly believe in it and I, I think that it is imperative that we continue to mm-hmm. love each other and care for each other I agree you know and and I had one of my closest friends. Um, that Wednesday after the election, she was like sick to her stomach all day because she was so nervous about it and she was so stressed about it and she had an anxiety attack and then she had messaged one of her friends and her friend was like, I've just been in the worst mood all day and this election is just really getting to me and it, and it truly affected everyone's mental health and it, it, yeah, okay. Girl, well, they, Nevada has been waiting for days. We're about to go down to 50 to 49 <laughs> states because... <laughs> They no, they they honestly they came out with their results right after. <laughs> what what was it? So, anyways, um, but yeah, so so my yeah, my friend was just like so torn up about it, and her mental health was just horrible. And it, it right, right, it was because we know, all knew what it meant. Though. Me was was extremely important too. Like you were saying, how 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 special it was, and you know, um. I, I voted by mail. Um, I dropped mine off at my town hall and, you know, 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. It oh, you okay. bitch. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I got scared. Uh, I didn't want. I was no, afraid I of one in mine somewhere else. No, they voted for him. Okay, whatever. And um, they uh, I dropped it off, and and I was like, well, shit. Now I don't get a damn sticker. I was like, my first time. I was so mad to get my sticker, but. But in reality, you know, like, you know, like you said, like, it really was, it's so important just to even be involved. But like, you know, yes, I did drop it off. You know, I, did, I didn't go in. And um, I'm glad that we had that option. I mean, to be honest, other countries do it that way all the time. So it's whatever. Um, and that is what matters. And that's what when I call my friend did, that that's was what about it so much, because she has always voted. She's always been extremely into politics. And we've never discussed it before. We've, she's never pushed me or anything like that. But I, I went to her a lot throughout this whole election. I would ask her a ton of questions. And, you know, she was so great about it. She educated me. She was very patient with me and helped me and my husband along with it. And and she was just like, um, I called her up the minute I saw that Biden won. I called her up and she answered the phone. She didn't even say hello or nothing. She just answered the phone and she was like, Jess, you did it. She was like, people like you went out and voted. You did this. And she was like, I can't believe it. She's like, I can't believe we, we did it. And I was like, I know. And, I, and when she said that to me, when she was like, you did it. You you were the reason we're going to have change. It, it it just like, it really stuck with me. I was like, wow. I was like, people like me who did go out and vote for the very first time, or not the very first time, but but either way, like a lot of us did go out and vote for the first time because we knew what was at stake. And we just, uh, we did, we did it. So. And that's how it felt. And I think like that, how you said, like we did it and like, you know, just, I love you. Like, I, like, it doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, like we're almost like sisters in the idea that like, you know, like we stand for the same right. things come from two different backgrounds, but after we here for the same thing. And that's what I'm saying. You're talking about the unity that needs to happen. Like um, to heal something, you know, like to heal our nation I mean like America. And that's what I was telling my friend. Like, I don't think a lot of people realize this, but like, like when they talk about immigrants and they talk about like black people and all of that, like we're, we're loyal to this country. And I don't think people really understand what I mean when I say about that, but it's just like, we're loyal. Like as, as a black person in America, and my, my family is rooted here, mm-hmm. you know, from slavery. Like I love this country, you know, not, not, not the way it looks now, but I'm bland, but not honestly, I love this country because this is all I've ever known. And even then, the, the immigrants that come here that that become citizens, um, or even the ones that are not citizens that come mm-hmm. here and they're just proud to have an opportunity, you know. And I don't think people understand that. Like my my grandmother, my grandmother's family is from Alabama, Selma, Alabama. At that, you know, what I'm trying to say. So like my grandma's father, mm-hmm. um, they moved to Florida and he he was in the army. Like my grandma's brothers, they fought in the Vietnam War. Granted, you know, like, and one of her brothers did mm-hmm. two tours. Like, I come from a military family, basically, um, and and we're black, and and and, and I mean, we have fought for this country. My grandfather, my grandma's husband, um, who helped raise me, like, he comes from Jamaica, and after he's a citizen here, and I thought when he got to the United States, granted, right. they lied and told him the streets were painted paved with gold, but. When he got here, um, like he knew he, he had an opportunity, you know, and then after he sent for his siblings and they became citizens and such. But it's like they he knew that when mm-hmm. he got here, he had an opportunity right. here that he didn't have in Jamaica. And I think that people have to understand like 
like when they talk about immigrants like don't like don't get me wrong like do some of them come here and do bad right. things yeah but you got people Every that day. are born here that do bad things um it's just the nature, exactly the nature of it is is that you know these people are coming here for an opportunity like it's something that they're not getting where they are and even as black folk like you know as systematic systematic racism mm-hmm. does exist i don't give a damn what they tell you on tv it exists we feel it um and we still strive every day you know to be the better us and granted like oh black on black crime and all that like it's really proximity crime because girl i watch murder mansions and mm-hmm. i don't see that many black um people on murder mm-hmm. mansions i'm telling you right now um <laughs> no. sit back and watch id channel okay you'll see what i'm talking about <laughs> But it is that idea, but I do think that like at the end of the day for mm-hmm. for any of us to move forward, we have to move together. I mean, so that's for the LGBTQ community, that's for the black people, that's for the brown community, Latino, Latina X community. Like that's for like for any faction of um uh any of these groups to I guess move forward as far as like legislation mm-hmm. and, and that. Um we have to move as one. So for me being a black person, I like I can't do it on my own. Right. And even though a civil rights movement, they didn't do it on their own. Um, and even when it came to abolishing mm-hmm. slavery, it wasn't done by black people on our own. Um, like we all need. We were just we were put on this earth to help each other out. I mean, you can't do anything on your own. It needs to be, you know, an effort amongst a lot of people and. Um, you know, I do appreciate talking to you. But I'm going to wrap it up, though. Uh, before I um, end, end the podcast, is there anything that you want to yeah, say guess, that you feel um, like you need to say? Just for anyone, um, educate yourselves. Educate yourselves so that you could vote in the future. And educate yourselves so you could do an educated vote. Just don't don't vote for – it's not a popularity contest. Vote for who you really believe, you know – is is going to make a change for the better you know even if that's against whoever i want whoever your parents want whoever your best friend your husband whatever who vote for whoever you really think will make the best america for you but you have to educate yourself to do that you can't just go off of what other people tell you once again thank you for tuning into the mental block with shelby um, you guys, I now have an Instagram, so you can follow me at Mental Block, and that is Block with two C's and no K. Um, feel free to reach out to me via DM. I do ask that you guys, if you don't like what I've said, that you let me know, but do it in a way that it can be informative and that we both can grow from the conversation. Um lastly like i always say i encourage you to reach out to a mental health professional within your area if you do not have one feel free to text the word home h-o-m-e to 741-741 thank you guys and have a great day